What's up? What's up? Welcome back to Jack of All Trades, a weekly podcast for you to digest where there will always be a special guest. I am your host, Jacqueline Renee, aka Jackie O, Black Jacks, Captain Jack Sparrow, and Trapper Die Jacks, if you know me like that. All right, guys, so we are going to continue our house hunt series today. We've talked to a new homeowner. So let's get the perspective of a realtor in a major market that does not seem to be slowing down. And let's get some tips on how we can stay prepared if we are looking for a house out in this crazy market. Let's get into it. This week, Jack of All Trades takes on the House Hunt Realtor Edition. So we've heard from a new homeowner. Now let's hear from a realtor in a a pretty great market, might I add. Um, Let's get some perspective on what it's like to help buyers find homes in this fiery seller's market and learn more about how we can stay ready in the overall pursuit of home ownership. So let me um, allow my guest to introduce himself. What's going on? What's going on? Uh, my name is Randy Bell, Dr. Randy Bell. Went to uh, Florida University, worked as a clinical pharmacist uh, with CVS for about six years and decided to pursue real estate full time. So went ahead and uh, got my license and haven't looked back. And now we are in this crazy seller's market. But uh, we're still getting at it. So happy to be here. Yes. Welcome, Randy. Dr. Randy. Okay. Very happy to have you. Thank you for joining me. Sure. It's crazy to think about how you got into real estate. How how many years has it been now? Uh, let's see. 26. About going on five. Yes. Okay. So five years. And it is like insane right now. So. So yeah, we definitely want to talk about this, but before we do, let's do a quick icebreaker. So I haven't talked to you in a while, you know, but I feel like, you know, with social media, you can always kind of loosely keep up with people, but I, I wouldn't know this, the answer to this question. So I saw there's a new versus coming up between Keith Sweat and Bobby Brown. So who would you pick in 20 rounds between the two of them? I may not I ain't even going there. <laughs> what do you mean? I, I ain't touching that, man. You know, <laughs> both of them they got they they got their stripes, man. I hate how they how they doing that, man. You know. What do you mean? You gotta ask me somebody else, man. You gotta go like Jeezy Gucci or something like that. Okay, yeah. Who did you we, pick we between? Talk about the past. <laughs> oh man, Gucci all day, <laughs> all day. You know, I'm the bigger Jeezy fan, but I got to say, Gucci came with the showmanship that night. I mean, we're, we're going discography, you already know. So if, if we're going, uh, we're going to make up categories, then yeah, we'll go with Jeezy. <laughs> make up what categories? I'm not a heard everything, man. Like talking about production and Jeezy has a refined sound or whatever you know all that extra stuff that's it <laughs> <laughs> like you gotta listen to young jeezy with your pinky up and all that well, trying to trying to trying to do some classism with, with jeezy and gucci you know, what I'm saying? You know that's i could see all. how that happens yeah but you know i'm a big fan of both i got the commemorative tea 
after the verses. So that was my favorite. For sure, for sure. But, you know, since you want to derail from my, my icebreaker, <laughs> I'm going to let people know I'm going with Bobby Brown. I think he sweat wine too yeah, much. I mean, you have to. You have to. <laughs> I mean, I said you have to, you And is that because Bobby you... Bobby is a goat. That's why. Because Bobby is the goat. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. Okay. All right. Okay, so let's let's move right into the questions. So let's start off with more of your background. You know, you start off, let them know, you know, you was already coming out of school, a super professional coming out of a farm D school. But uh, let's talk about how you got into real estate. Um, you mentioned you've been licensed uh, five years. Um, so let's talk about how, you know, you basically went from one major industry. Four, my bad, four, four years, four, four years. years, 2017. Yeah, yeah, not 16. Okay. I was doing wholesale in 2016. I'll talk about that. So basically, mm -hmm. uh, in the corporate world, you know, sometimes things get a little mundane. So even though, you know, everything was going good, uh, making good money, just wasn't as mentally stimulating. And at the same time, you know, goals always to go in business for yourself. So maybe uh, mm -hmm. just kind of did some research, put things in perspective and was like, hey, you know, everybody needs somewhere to stay. If I can position myself to help people, you know, get what they want, then I'll be able to get what I want. So that's kind of how that came about. And then as far as actually entering, really just took a chance, you know, mm -hmm. uh, literally put my two weeks in, didn't tell nobody, uh, just went out there and was like, all right, I'm going to learn how to do what's called wholesaling. So that's basically... Uh, before, you know, you get licensed or if you want to take, jump into real estate prior to, you can look at wholesaling and that's basically assigning uh, contracts. So you would find somebody that wants to sell their house. Mm -hmm. You would say, I would like to purchase your house for X amount of dollars. You would sell the equitable rights to somebody else for a different price uh, and still leave them room to do whatever they needed to do and make money on their house as well. So it's kind of like you're playing the middleman. Okay. But did that for about six to eight months. And then I was like, you know what? I want to go ahead and get licensed. I see this massive influx of people uh, about to descend upon the city back in 2016, 2017. So, mm -hmm. you know, we, uh, went ahead and got licensed. So once I did that, that was more so just, okay, I have the license. Now I actually got to do something with this. So that was like a, a four month process of bumping my head, figuring it out, scrambling like, Hey, I need to at least close my first deal. Cause like, you know, with anything, it's like, if I could do it once, I could do it a hundred times. But right. Really just get that, that first kill. So, um, Going through, you know, uh, they call it your sphere of influence. So, you know, go through your phone contacts. Hey, everybody, my name is Randy Bell. I just got my license. Mm -hmm. You know, if you know anybody, hit me up, X, Y, Z, all that nervousness and, you know, all that extra stuff because going into something new, you know, people kind of, well, sure, I thought you did pharmacy or I thought you do parties or I thought you did this. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it's a lot of uh, a lot of that in the beginning, but you know you work through that, 
you know, it's more so just, just about staying consistent. So one of my boys, he does insurance. Um, him and his wife were in the process of looking for a crib. And he, he really, you know, put me in the game just in terms of being that first person to be like, you know what, I'm going to trust you on this, bro. Mm-hmm. So we went and looked at some houses, put the house under contract. Uh, everything was good. And then literally the very next morning, wife called, I think it was like seven in the morning. Wife was like, look, we really like the house, but we're just, we're just not going to buy right now. Blah, blah, blah. And mm. man, she crushed me. Yo. I was like, damn, I thought I was about to have a deal. So literally went right back to the, uh, to the multiple listing service or whatever. Mm-hmm. Started looking for some more options and something popped up in grand prairie so i shot it over to him i was like hey here's a deal this is a steal you know y'all might want to reconsider so she's like man you know what? i like it and then went back out there put the house under contract 30 days later you know we closed and from there you know really haven't looked back okay but that was kind of the the turning point just in terms of like okay now i can do it let me figure out how to do this shit again and it's crazy because now, you know, I think they're up like fifty, sixty thousand in equity, you know, from right, gotta from be. Then. So, you know, they we definitely thanking each other. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's what's up. So how long did you spend time preparing to get the license? Like what was that process I, I like? Went, I went quick. So, you know, I always tell people just when they ask, like, man, just get that shit done because it's really a matter of testing your competency so you know the material and everything is at a high school level so it's like hey the biggest thing is just basic competency like they're not really trying to test you to fail you it's just more so hey these are the important things to know before you get active so you know it took me i think like six weeks seven weeks to just go through all the coursework and then after that i think i studied for like another three weeks Okay. So, you know, like two, three months. Okay. Do you feel like it was easy because you had already done all that studying in pharmacy school? (laughs) For sure. For sure. For sure. (laughs) I mean, that shit, I tell people that, like, yeah, pharmacy school, damn near prepare you for anything. Like, you ain't never going to stretch your brain out as hard as you did during that time. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, it's, it's whatever, you know. Okay. Okay. So that sounds quick. Biggest thing is really just don't don't uh waste time like just go through that shit yeah you know i'm saying it'll, it'll 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 take care of itself that momentum i gotcha right okay so you kind of talked about you know your first clients um let's talk about you know kind of the the first handful like what were they looking for as you guided them through the home buying process i mean the way I usually structure everything is, you know, before we even go out there, I'm going to send you an email to say, hey, here is the process A to B. I think you probably remember that when I sent you the little PowerPoint. Mm-hmm. It's kind yep. of going through the actual process. So that's kind of important, you know, when you dealing with clients or just, you know, anything in general. It's like, hey, this is exactly what we're about to go through. So when we're going through it, you already have a point of reference in regards to what's exactly going to happen. So we had a consultation. They said, hey, this is exactly what we're looking for. We want these things in our house. We want this right here. We want backyard. Mm-hmm. So from there, 
is more or less, you know, presenting the options. And they were already uh, pre-qualified at the time. So that made things a little bit easier as well. Okay. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm sure that did. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So let's talk a little bit more about how you and fellow realtors in the the Dallas-Fort Worth area, I don't know if we really have called that out, but let's talk about how you guys have helped the community to learn more about home ownership. And, you know, of course, I'm talking about black and brown folks. Um, And I'll say, uh, oh, go ahead, my bad. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. You know, I just know that you have had some efforts um, in some black owned businesses, you know, and destinations for us, you know, where you have had some first time home buyer courses and informative sessions. So yeah, let's talk more about that. Yeah, for sure. So biggest thing is education, you know, before mm-hmm. you do something, you want to know exactly what you're doing. So buying a house is arguably one of the largest purchases you're going to make. So it's best to understand the process, know exactly how to navigate it. So we do uh, free courses at Pan-African Center. Uh, we've done stuff at coffee shops, just all throughout the community to just really just get the information out and say, hey, I know buying a house seems big and scary, but if we break it down, you know, it ain't really going to be that bad. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, you know, my thing is is really these courses, just spreading that information. It's kind of, you know, my main source of lead generation with the business. So we have, you know, you went in and out there for a second. Oh, no, I said that's the main, uh, main source of lead generation is doing these courses and classes because if you are, you know, if you're the person that showed them that information, then they're more than likely going to come back when they are ready. Or if they are ready, they'll be able to make a move because you've given them some, some added confidence. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. We know 2021. It's a seller's market right now. It's what- a <laughs> fucking shit show right yes. now. <laughs> so what are the three biggest factors that are driving the housing market in a way that is advantageous to sellers all over the U.S. right now? All right. So interest rates are the number one driving factor. Interest rates being low, all that means is the cost to purchase a house and pay for a house is significantly lower so Mm -hmm. i'll just give a simple rule of thumb these aren't exact numbers but just hypothetically speaking you got a two percent interest rate your monthly payment may be 1400 if you got a three percent interest rate your payment might be 1650 1700 you know so just the difference in interest rates alone can save people an additional three to five hundred monthly on the same house yeah okay that's causing a a significant amount of people to run into the market and buy so when they do go up they don't have to incur that extra cost Mm -hmm. that's the first thing second thing is with covid that's just made everybody reevaluate life itself so right you know they want to get that home that they've been thinking about getting they want to trade up or they want to downsize so it's a lot of moving pieces like that that are just thrusting a lot of buyers in the market. But then on the flip side, because uh, that demand is so strong, the builders cannot keep up with that demand. Right. So then 
that also drives the price up even more because you have a overwhelming amount of people trying to buy a limited amount of inventory. So it's like, hey, if I got what you want and you can't get it anywhere else, I'm going to tax your ass. Right. That's the, the perspective of the sellers and the builders, not to mention the cost of goods has gone up as well. So, you know, your electronics, yes. your appliances, your lumber, all that stuff is going up as well. So they're like, hey, how can we, you know, make sure we get our money? We're going to raise the price. Right. And we raise the price, you know, that's, that's causing more scarcity as well. Man, <laughs> it's like everything is stacked against buyers, but with the, the exception of the interest rate with, with buyers the biggest thing is patience you know you can get what you want um you have to know your options are a little limited mm -hmm. you may have to be aggressive in regards to your offer so all that means is these homes are being listed at a certain price but due to the seller's market houses is going over asking price i'll say eight nine times out of ten mm -hmm. and it's going to the tune of fifteen, twenty thousand over in some cases. You know, up in certain areas at Dallas Fort Worth, homes is going fifty, seventy five thousand over over asking price. Lord. So, you know, I've I've been preaching to people since twenty sixteen, like, hey, hurry up and buy. because yeah. it's gonna get crazy. But I mean we're just seeing uh, something that the market's never seen before just due to this is the first time uh, something like this has happened on that scale. Right. But I, I don't see it coming back down. Right. I mean, how could it? At least not anytime soon when you literally have to wait on construction companies to finish building homes to yep. level so out inventory. About five, yeah, about five to seven years behind mm -hmm. right now. So I think we got another five to seven year run just in regards to you know uh high activity okay lord yeah. jesus that felt like a long time yeah now i think the market will probably end up uh slow plateauing closer towards the end of the year because as soon mm -hmm. as they lift that moratorium on you know the rents and stuff unfortunately a lot of people are gonna go into foreclosure and that's gonna put a little bit more inventory in the market, but just due mm. to the sheer number of people that are trying to buy, you know, that really isn't going to drive the price down. It's really just going to help everybody get something that they've been trying to get. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So, okay. Let's talk a little bit more about what potential buyers, you know, have in mind, I guess. So what, what are some misconceptions that potential buyers might have about the current market? Is it related to the inventory expectations or is it truly the assets needed to place that competitive offer or is it uh, the pace? It's, it's a combination of uh, limited inventory. So that's causing a lot of people to get discouraged. You know, mm -hmm. um, you may go to a new home facility, a new home uh, builder and they can say, Hey, I know you pre-qualify. I know you want a house, but, how about you hop on this waiting list? <laughs> <laughs> so now it's like, you know, you got to sit there and hope that they call you to say, hey, now you can come give us your money and buy. You right. know what I'm saying? That's, that's kind of unfortunate. Um, 
on the pre-owned side, you just have these overly aggressive offer prices um, that are way over. So the only way to, you know, kind of reframe that is, you know, hey, we're paying for our equity up front. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you don't want to go too far to where you have to kind of play catch up because you're going into your home underwater. Right. That makes sense. Right. Yeah. Also, um, on the new home side, another added bonus sometimes is, let's say you get under contract right now. These these new home communities are doing price increases at random. So, like, you literally may walk in this Friday. They'll be like, hey, y'all, we done increased everything across the board 10K. Sorry. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But, like, if you bought Mm. Monday... That means you automatically got an extra 10K in equity. Right. So it just, you know, it's all perspective framing and just understanding all the moving pieces that are that are going on. Yeah. Because yeah. that's not something that I would have known about and that would piss me off. <laughs> Be like, these houses with $10,000 less on Monday? Come on. That's, 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 that's how it's going right now. It's, it's, it's nuts. Insane. Okay, so let's dive even deeper into DFW. So has Dallas truly been that ideal market that it appears to be based on, you know, the, the oh, national sure. market drivers? You can, you can close your eyes and throw a dart at anywhere and it's going to show some type of growth. Mm-hmm. Any so direction. As we, as we knew before, um, the development was kind of going in a, in a clockwise motion. Or okay. wait, counterclockwise motion, starting mm-hmm. at like Trinity Groves, Kessler Park, Bishop Arts, Oak Cliff, South Dallas. Okay. So that mm-hmm. was kind of the, the, the swing of things or the pendulum. But now uh, you really can't get anything under 300000 uh new unless you're in like Fort Worth or Forney. Where is Forney? Uh, Forney is the the hidden sleeper right now. It's about 20, 25 miles east of uh, Dallas. It's about okay. like 20 drive, 25 minute drive. Okay. Like a little, bit further, a little bit further than Mesquite. But those are the areas that's blowing up now, like Mesquite, uh, Kaufman, mm. uh, Crandall, Forney, you know, out, out east. Okay, gotcha. Um, as you know, Frisco's already blown up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you still got Oak Cliff and South Dallas. You know, Oak Cliff, the time to buy then was really like 2017, 2018, because right now the same house that was 180, 190 is 240. You mm. know, so it's, 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 it's getting intense. And that's really because they're putting uh, a Clyde Warren style park over there by the zoo on 35. Okay. Yeah. And are they done working on 35 itself? <laughs> oh, no, nah, no. Nah, man. You know, they ain't never going to be finished with that. <laughs> okay. And then. Like 17 lanes on each side. <laughs> Gosh. Um, but no, I think Dallas is great because they always um, tend to keep pace with all of the other amenities that you need. I mean, ain't no, ain't no, ain't no recession, man. I mean, it's, it's literally three hours from New York, three hours from L.A., it's, it's a global player just in the global market. And then it's also a financial hub as well. So mm-hmm. you know, Dallas is, is very recession proof. You know, they always say like 
come to Dallas and, and get a job in like 30 days. Right. So, you know, that's something that is helping insulate the market from recession and, and further strengthen it for people coming here. Right. And the major companies that move there from out west. Exactly. 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 You have all that going on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you heard it here, guys. If you want to move to Dallas, you better make something shake. Um, okay. Uh, hit me up too. Get what you want. Right. Yes. <laughs> make sure to call Randy. Okay. So, okay. You kind of alluded to this, but wondering if you have anything else to add. So in your personal opinion, when do you think it's a realistic time to expect the market to level out? You mentioned the end of the year, but you know, if I'm thinking about it today, thing. like what do you think I should do? You know, if I want to buy oh, within the next 12 buy, months, you need, to, you, need to, you need to lock in. If you're trying to, you're trying to do it. Okay. If you want to do it, go ahead and start making plans because you know, every day you wait is literally value going up and up and up. So, mm-hmm. Oh gosh. It is what it is. <laughs> I know, right? Well, yeah, I know you you took me through the process um, when I was in Dallas, which I feel like was, you know, my exploratory time, if you will. So I know I'm a I'm more serious this time. And I'm just like, I'm on Zillow every day. Like, I cannot believe this shit is happening at this rate. What are you trying to buy? I'm trying to buy in Tampa. For sure. Yeah, Tampa going crazy, too, right now. Quietly. I was just <laughs> out there. What was that? December. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, I There are obviously all different types of lists, but I saw on a, a Quicken Loans list, um, what's it, Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans page, they said that Tampa was like the number two fastest growing market behind Austin. Oh, for sure. So, which is like great because I do believe. that. <laughs> You already see all the all the high rises and all that that they mm-hmm. got right there. Yes. Yep. So it's great because that means that I'm in an area that is doing well. Um, and you can definitely see that they are keeping pace with amenities and, you know, just everything that's going to attract new residents. But then, yeah, like everything we're saying, I feel like every day that I'm not actively like under contract. <laughs> I'm like wasting time. So, so I'm going to get on it. So with that, um, my last question, you know, any one last piece of advice that you have for anybody currently in the hunt besides get to it, <laughs> man, just, uh, stay patient. Don't get discouraged. Cause sometimes it is disheartening just having to make multiple offers on homes that you like, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, you know, it is something you want. Gonna have to fight for it, and it'll be yours. All right, thank you. Those are those are great parting words. So I really appreciate that. <laughs> I do. So thanks for giving us some um, some insight and hints and tips on on the market right now. But before you go, we have to do jukebox with Jack. So I need What's that? yeah, I need you to shout out three of your your latest artists, songs, albums that you've been listening to. It could be old music or throwbacks. Just what's what's in rotation for you? Oh man. I uh let's see who we got, who we got, who we got. I got uh Blue Bucks Clan. 
What? Exactly. They from LA. They pretty cool. Of course. Um, I got. I got the Detroit stuff on repeat, so that's like, you know, the PZ, Babyface Ray, Rio, all them. You heard of them? I'll send it to you. Yeah, none of them, so. <laughs> and then, uh, who else? Who else we got? Throw some old school in there. Oh, no, nah, I really like that uh, Young Thug Ski song, man. Okay. I'm but a Young Thug just, fan. It's a, it's a feel-good song, man, so really just playing those. Okay, okay. Let's see what I got. So I don't feel like I had any great updates this week. Um, I have been turning on uh, Ray Shrimmer Power Glide featuring Juicy J. Uh, I know that's a, I don't know, five, six, seven year old song, but still my jam. And let's see, what else have I been listening to? I think last week I mentioned I've been listening to some James Brown um papa don't take no mess that's another uh one of his greats that he let us know that his daddy was low-key um not playing with them back in the day and um you know i really haven't listened to too much new stuff culture three by migos i mentioned type shit last week having our way featuring drake is another good jam on there so i'll need to uh mix up my rotation this weekend but uh that's what i got for y'all this week (laughs) Oh, right. you be on the Larry June? Um, you know what? Somebody else mentioned Larry June a while back yeah, on the really podcast, so yeah, got got to listen to Larry, man. Start with uh Port of San Francisco, and then go from there. You know what I'm saying? That was a good one. Okay, all right. I'm gonna make yeah. sure I tune into the Larry June this time. Motiv- motivational uh tunes right there. Okay, and the and the Blue Bucks Clan. <laughs> For sure. That's that's that party shit, though. You know what I'm saying? Do they have, like, big bands busting out the Bentley Bantega? Is that why? <laughs> they have all that. <laughs> yeah, all that stuff. Okay. Sure. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Randy, again, I really appreciate you coming on and giving us some insight. And, you know, I'm going to keep up uh, the good fight out here and make sure that I hit the ground running pretty soon uh, with the advice that you shared. So thank you for coming on. And, you know, I'll definitely find a way to get you back on in the future. All right, for sure. All right, take care. And that wraps up another episode. Dr. Randy Bell, thank you for coming through and telling us more about your experiences as a realtor in the DFW area sharing some knowledge about what's going on in the market. You know, my biggest takeaway was stay ready so I don't got to get ready and to get on it sooner than later. So I'm going to take all of that to heart and keep it in mind. And of course, I hope you all out there learn something as well. Thank you for tuning in as always. And remember, I'm a jack of all trades, a master of none, not here to be an expert, just here to have fun. Bye, guys.